With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yes, hello everyone. Welcome along to SEN Afternoons. It is Melbourne Cup Day, the first Tuesday in November. Are we anticipating a rate rise? You got a mortgage, Coach K? You got a more? No, you don't. Yeah, lucky for some. Lucky for some. Jill's in the chair for Jimmy today. In fact, all week on SEN Afternoons, we are going to have plenty of fun on the program today. It is great to have you along wherever you are tuned in on SEN 1170am in Sydney, SENQ 693 in Brisbane, 1620 on the Gold Coast and across the globe via the SEN app. I would love to hear from you on the show today. I suspect it might die down, say, 2 o'clock or 1 o'clock in Queensland as people switch into horse racing mode. But you know the drill. The open line number, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, and the text line, 0457 736 736. I've got to say, it is very, very quiet in the office today. Like, just tumbleweeds blowing through. It is typical of Cup Day, though, isn't it? I think about the various workplaces that I've graced over the last 20 years or so. By sort of midday, that's when the numbers start to disperse and head towards the various pubs and clubs around the city. Where is everyone? As I said, they're off to the nuclear sub. $100 cash to give away on the program today, thanks to our great mates, Mr Merlihan and Top Sport. And I'll give you an indication shortly as to how we're going to give away the 100 bucks cash. And thank you to our great afternoon show sponsors, sbsfence.com.au. Portable toilet and temporary fence hire, Sydney, sbsfence.com.au. Joining me on the program shortly, I'll catch up with Jaleesa Raps from the Seven Network. She'll be along with a rugby league chat. Uh, Daniel Garb. Garby's going to join me again for a Premier League wrap. What a wild London derby this morning. Angus Tottenham suffered their first loss of the season. They went down 4-1 to Chelsea. Spurs were reduced to nine men. Nine men and himself got a yellow card, by the way. So we'll dissect that for you. Baratsa Narasin is going to join me live from the Cricket World Cup in India in the last hour of the program. Australia taking on Afghanistan tonight. A win will ensure their spot in the semi-finals, And no doubt he will have plenty to say about this extraordinary dismissal last night and match between Sri Lanka and Bangladesh of Angelo Matthews. Timed out. It has the Cricket World talking. The first time it has happened in international cricket history. And Gareth Hall from Essie and Track will be here to preview the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> Got to get the juices flowing early. It is, of course, the race that stops a nation, Melbourne Cup Day, so naturally we have to start with that. Uh, let me ask you, how are you feeling about it? Does it still do it for you? Do you get excited and you get dressed up to go to the workplace? Are there any women in your workplace that have got the fascinators on? Because outside of racing, when would anybody ever wear a fascinator? So what we're going to do in the tradition of breakfast and mornings, we will continue the cup sweep tradition on the SEN network. So everyone else has been doing it. As we said, the winner will win themselves the $100 cash today thanks to Tristan Merlihan and Top Sports. So if you want to be in, and you know what, we're pretty generous. We reward our loyal listeners. So even if you had a little dip on the first couple of programs today... Uh, feel free to go on again. one 1170 Call me if you want to have a crack 
at the sweepstakes, the Melbourne Cup sweepstakes on the Jimmy Smith Afternoon Show. Coach K, I'll jot your name down and pull a name out of the hat. Feel free as well, by the way, on the text line, 0457 736 736, to send in your cup tips, your multis, whatever you want. So if you do on a spot in the Afternoon Show, Melbourne Cup sweepstakes with Jill's, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. And if you can't get to the phone, look, if you can't get to the phone, I will choose some of the best text messages to go into the drawer as well. Look, you have to have something interesting to say, of course, and we will pick a name out for you. Just having a look at the odds, Zach, the top sport. Number five at the moment, uh, Viband currently the favourite $4, trained by Willie Mullins, ridden by Ryan Moore, renowned stayer, renowned stayer. Uh, only three starts ago, he was going over hurdles, probably a bit too short for mine. A bit too short for mine. Then you've got last year's winner, Gold Trip. Uh, J-Mac, the pilot there, carrying the extra keg this year, 58 and a half. Can't have it. I don't mind number seven, Absurd, uh, coming in. I'm a big Zach Purton fan. Um, a few others actually doing the rounds. There's a couple that I like. And again, like, you know, you say, oh, don't mind this, don't mind this. Next thing you know, you've picked the whole field, haven't you? I like number 20, more felons. Outside chance, 26 bucks. Jamie Carr, Chris Waller. Was excellent late in the Geelong Cup. Ran the quickest final, 400 and 200 metre splits. First Australian run. Probably going to be fitter for it. And wouldn't it be a great story as well if future history got up with Holly Doyle, for those that don't know, like uh, one of the premier jockeys in the UK. But look, there's just a couple of names. At the end of the day, it is a lottery, an absolute lottery. Good luck to you. And of course, gamble responsibly. So some fun facts, eh? For fun facts today, when it comes to the Melbourne Cup, you've probably heard them all before, but what the hell, you can hear it again. First run on a Tuesday in 1875. For those callers in the line, we've got a full board at the moment. Just sit tight. We'll get to you in a moment. There have been six grey Melbourne Cup winners over the years, most famously Sub-Zero 1992. Kingston Rule, Darren Beekman, won in record time in 1993. Current Melbourne Cup record. And the slowest, by the way, was the inaugural winner, Archer, in 1861, 3 minutes 52 seconds. Archer, a multiple Melbourne Cup winner along with Peter Pan, Rain Lover, Think Big, and, of course, the great Maccabi Diva. But as 12 of them from 1965 through to 2008. In the modern era, since 83, Lee Freeman trained five Melbourne Cup winners, most recently in 2005. And you think about the jockeys, the modern era, Damien Oliver, last ever Cup, 95, 02 and 2013. Bossy, of course, those three in a row on Maccabi Diva. Karen McAvoy won it three times in the field again today. 2000, 2016, 2018. And Barrier 5 and Barrier 11 have been the most successful stalls, producing nine winners each. The last time the same Melbourne Cup Barrier produced back-to-back winners was 2012-2013 with Green Moon and Fiorento, both winning from Barrier 5. So just some fun little stats and factoids with regards to the Melbourne Cup. Three o'clock today or two o'clock in Queensland. All right. So to Jace and to Jim and to Cuzzy and to Mick and to Jennifer, just sit tight. We'll get to you before the first break. All right. This issue that has caught fire, absolutely caught fire in the world of cricket. Bizarre scenes last night, Cricket World Cup. Sri Lanka all-rounder Angelo Matthews, the first batter in men's international cricket to be dismissed after being timed out. So he was sent packing without having faced a single ball. He tried to fix a broken helmet strap. All of a sudden, took longer than the allocated two minutes in the case of this tournament to take strike. So Matthews came to the crease, 24th over, Sri Lanka 4 for 135. Replay showed that he actually took to the field within the allocated time limit, set himself to take strike, just tugged on his helmet strap, bang, 
unfastened, came loose, bang, broken. Asked a 12th man to retrieve another helmet. All of a sudden, one of um, Shakib Al-Assam's teammates has said, you know what, it could be timed out here, why don't you appeal? So he goes to Maria Erasmus, hey, how's that? Longer than two minutes. Umpire had no choice, had to give it out. Letter of the law. So they obliged. And the gravity of the entire episode became apparent during Matthew's post-match press conference. Here's a bit of what he had to say. Obviously disgraceful from uh, Shakib and Bangladesh if they want to play cricket like that. Obviously stooped down to that level. I think there's something wrong um, drastically. They didn't see my helmet breaking. I mean, I was just asking for my helmet uh, there. So it was just pure common sense. I'm not talking about um, uh, mancading or obstructing the field here. This is just pure common sense and bringing the game into, you know, disrepute. It's absolutely um, disgraceful. What do you make of that? Sri Lankan team did not shake hands with Bangladesh at the conclusion of the match. And Matthew said, well, that was an easy decision to make as a team. My two cents, it was an exercise in absolute shithousery by Shakib and Bangladesh. Okay, so there are a number of things to address here. I understand the spirit of cricket is a fluid concept. And it's often said that it's invoked by those on the wrong side of the decision. The reserve umpire, Adrian Holstock, said that the batter actually wasn't ready to face the ball within those two minutes, even before the strap became an issue for him. Well, wrong. Wrong. The broadcast of Star Sports showed that Matthews arrived at the crease with 10 seconds to spare. So a minute and 50. So he was out in the middle of the time, on time, went to adjust his strap, it broke, that was it. That was it. I mean, honestly, how can Shakib look himself in the mirror? Was it out? Technically, yes. But what it does do is highlight the folly of the rule. Absolutely no wiggle room, no common sense to account for something like broken equipment. And the thing about it is, if he'd faced the ball, then he could have taken as long as he wanted to then replace his helmet. And some are saying we should have just faced up. Yeah, maybe, but I don't think he ever thought that something as innocuous as replacing a broken piece of equipment would cost him his wicket. It shows what a joke the rule is in terms of speeding up the game. And aside from that, the game clock would actually stop for something like broken equipment, so the bowling side wouldn't risk slower overrates. And that is the difference. That is the difference between the Matthews timeout and, say, a man-cad or the Bairstow stumping. Okay? I'll tell you what the difference is. A non-striker backing up to get a head start on a run, that is trying to gain an advantage. So they take the risk, make some fair game, chances are they'll run out non-strikers in. Likewise, in the case of Johnny Bester, wandering out of your crease while a ball is live, it's pure carelessness. There was no carelessness in this instance. Matthews was not trying to gain any kind of advantage. The way the whole scenario played out was pathetic, it was poor. Common sense needed to prevail and it didn't. I just hope, I just hope that this is the catalyst to amend that law for an instance such as this down the track. Here's a fun fact for you. The first player he was in 146 years of international cricket to be given timed out, and this was the 230... I'll try that again. This was the 263,806th individual batting innings across men's and women's international formats, the first timed out dismissal. 
Bangladesh went on to win the game. Where do you stand on this? Is it, well, too bad, suck it up? Do you agree with, agree with me that it was garbage formed by Bangladesh? Or is it fair play within the rules? Play on. Want to get your thoughts on that today? It has been a hot, hot topic, not just in cricket, but in sport. 0457 736 736. Uh, Aaron Woods. It's Christian Nicolucci writing. Appears set to continue his role in the NRL. He's offered a supplementary contract with Manly. He's 32. You know, he seems like he's older than that, Woodsy. Joined the Eagles from the Dragons in the early rounds of last season. And his experience and influence on the locker room prompted the Northern Beaches Club to reach out about a deal for 2024. At the peak of his powers, Woods, he was commanding 800k a season. But what about this? This supplementary contract sits outside the top 30 playing list. will earn about 80k plus $3,000 match payments and still available for selection from round one. It's had stints at the Tigers, Bulldogs, Sharks, Dragons. They reckon Nathan Brown's got to join him too, former Eel and Rooster and New South Wales player. But just on Woodsy, you know, Anthony Seabold likes him. You wonder why on that sort of coin he just doesn't hang up his boots. But he knows what's best for him. Clearly still wants to play. Clearly, clearly still loves playing. He's got a future in the media too, Aaron Woods. He's a good man, Woodsy, and good luck to him. Good luck to him. Now, I mentioned yesterday, you remember when the Kangaroos defeated the Kiwis the week before and Gus just said, no, it's a state of origin experience, too good. I don't know how New Zealand can beat them. And I hadn't seen a reaction. Finally, he tweeted this, or exited Gus. This is what he wrote. Kiwis clearly learned a lot from the week before. They changed their mindset and their game strategy. Brilliant performance. Just goes to show what more football at this level can do for you. It looked like Australia learned nothing from their win the week before. Lazy performance would reflect a lazy and complacent preparation. Maybe even a complacent selection process. Anyway, that's for smarter people than me to work out. Australia produced an embarrassing performance. Someone has to put their hand up and take some responsibility. Full credit to the Kiwis. They did their homework and displayed the kind of effort and passion your national jersey should inspire. The more test football they play, the better they will get to. Well done. Uh, hard to disagree. Well... Gus has said there. We'll get to your calls in a moment before the first break. Angers, Spurs, their hopes of returning to the top of the table. Dashed. Extraordinary game. Uh, we'll unpack that with Daniel Garber the next hour of the program. 4-1. They were reduced to nine men. VAR intervened. It was a wild, wild, wild game. But they fought bravely. A few injury concerns, though. It was always going to be tough. They continued to defend with a high line, and that's Angers. There's no plan B. He said, we're down to five, we'll still play like that. And it is refreshing. And Sydney FC have confirmed the departure of head coach Steve Corica after 19 years at the club. Uh, didn't have a great year last year, slow start of the season. Uh, look, I mean, all good things come to an end, I suppose. There's pressure on him last year. Uh, he's had tremendous success and he's a really good man, Steve Corica, and we wish him well. And assistant coach David Zrilich will take control of training. There's been no announcement yet on a time frame to find the next permanent, permanent head Coach, now have a think about this on the program today. You know, with regards to the Melbourne Cup, we hear this term, overseas Raiders. Give me your nominations for overseas sports stars who have made an impact on Australian sport. Think Gus Hiddink or Harry Barth, for example. Overseas, could be coaches, could be players. Overseas sports stars that that have had an influence on Australian sport. Inspired by the Melbourne Cup now, because there's so many overseas runners. 0457 736 736. Overseas Raiders. 
those from overseas that have had an impact on Australian sport. All right, let's start our sweepstakes before we get to the first break and speak to JA, 1300-01-1170. The open line we go. Let's go down the board. Hello, Jace. G'day, Kingy. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Good, good, good. Okay, how are you feeling about today? Oh, yeah, look, I'm on uh, more Fallons. That's my, that's my. Yeah, I don't mind. Um, I don't mind it. Yeah, Chris Waller, fellow Kiwi, um, with Jamie Carr on there, so yeah. Good yeah, we'll get all my money. Good, eh? All right, this is what we're going to do. Are you ready? I'm going to reach into this um, beautiful, crisp, white, pure gift bag that Coach K has plucked from the bin somewhere. You're the first off the bat today, Jason. I can tell you, you have drawn, would you believe it, Jace? number three. Well, the favourites are without a fight. So, well done. So, let's Thank chop you, you down. Thank you very much, Phil. Good Thank on you, you mate. Okay. So, Jace from North Parramatta, without a fight. Let's go to Jim. G'day, Jim. Yeah, g'day. How you going? Good, mate. Good. Uh, do you have a tip for me? No, that's why I'm going to sweep, mate, because I've got no idea. All right. I'm going to pick one out for Oh, me. fingers crossed, okay. Let me shake it up. You can hear that right now. Pull it out. And for you, I have got number 13, Okita Sushi. Is that how you pronounce it? Or is it Oh, I love a bit of Japanese food. So cool. do I. So Jim from Talabudjura. You know what in the process. So I've vigorously shaken this, Jim, and now they've all spilt out over the floor. So I better pick up the rest of them right now. But you have got yourself number 13. Look, you never know. 24 horses, a bit of a lottery. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. So number yeah, 13. Sure. Good on Thank you, Jim. You Good much. luck. Thank you so much. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Hey, Jennifer. Hello, how you going? I'm really well. You got a tip or you just whatever the case may be? Uh, sentimentality, bow and declare, but my heart and my head say military mission. Okay. All right. Well, let's just reach in the bag here. Oh, I like it. Jen from, is it Karina? Is that how you pronounce it? Yep. yep. You have got number six, Solcombe. Very highly regarded. Oh, Paddy yeah. Welsh like that. Yeah. You like that one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he, he's been raving about that all morning. Yeah, for good. I've, Ooh, I've that's got a good one. It, it is a very good one. I've got it coming second. Yeah, another Chris Waller trade import. <laughs> uh, so there you go with Joey Moreira oh. on board. So well done to you, oh, Jennifer. Fingers crossed. Thank you. Fingers crossed for you, Cuzzy bro. How are you? All right, mate. You wanted without a fight. That went to Jace, a fellow Kiwi. So yeah, I, wanted, I wanted the rugby theme one after the Wallabies without a fight, but I'll take anything. <laughs> You're a funny man. All right, let's reach in the bucket here for you. Uh, you have got yourself, Kelsey, military mission, number 17. Oh, cool. You all right with that? All right. Thank so you. we've got to jot all these down. So military mission, Rachel King on board from the Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott Stable, number 17, military mission. So we'll jot that down for you. Kelsey from... Brisbane. Good luck. Thank you so much. Uh, EJ, hold the line. G'day, Mick. Jules, how are you, mate? Pretty good, mate. What are you feeling today? Uh, well, I do like Solcom, but he'll probably come out of the gates like a buster like normal, but uh, maybe him or without a fight because he's got right. a WA jockey on him. Well, they've both been drawn, but I have drawn for That's you, uh, Mick from Margaret number 19, Virtuous Circle. Craig Newton board, Liam Howley train. Group one derby runner-up. So you've got number 19, Virtuous Circle. Okay. Good luck. Come from the car park. Yes. Good luck, Mick. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Cheers. 
1-300-01-1170. And EJ, will get you in before the break. Hello to you, my friend. Jill, how are you, mate? Pretty good. Okay, let's reach in the bucket. What have we got for you? I can tell you. Da, 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 da. You've got number 18, Serpentine. Perfect. Jai McNeil, Gay Waterhouse over in bot. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a trifecta, mate. Three, six, and eight. You're like three, six, and eight. So, like, without a fight, Sulcum yeah. and right you are. Well, I like the three, I like the six, right you are. Yeah, who, who was it yesterday? Matty White show didn't mind it actually. Um, somebody, one of our experts did. So EJ, you have drawn number eighteen serpentine. Good luck, mate. Thanks, Phil. Have a good day, mate. Thank you so much. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. We'll fill the rest of this out over the course of the next couple of hours. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We better get to a break on the other side of this, Jaleesa Raps.